I wholeheartedly mm. agree, man. And I and I hope that a, a lot of artists listen to this and take this to heart. You know, like just because you're, just because you've got to the level of you know, of doing tours and earning money out of it, doesn't mean that you made it or that you don't that you don't need to take you don't need to learn from others or let other people tell you what like how things could could have better around and say and just have that mentality not have the mentality it's like bitch what are you talking about but you're not touring i'm the one touring i'm the established yeah. what do you know and it's something that i always tell people because i i you know man if you if you You'll be you'll be like um, you'll be surprised how many people have either shadow banned me or have talked so much shit about me behind my bats. You'll be surprised. You know, I've heard stories and and it's funny because these stories is it comes from people who I'm close to and they are the ones telling me these stories. It's like, hey, I heard so and so talked about you and say this, and I'm like. I'm I'm in, I'm in someone's mouth, I guess. Yeah, man. Wonder wonder you're, why you're my ears right were free. popping, you know? Wonder you're why. Right free and <laughs> yeah, seriously. One of my favorite things that the people have heard said, and I know who said, I'm not gonna name them, but uh or name him or them. Who knows? Maybe it's one person, or maybe it's maybe it's multiple. Maybe <laughs> it's all of them. I don't know. But one thing I love to hear is this word is like, oh, what does Wolfson know? Like he's he's a washed up artist. Like he never made it. Like he never passed, you know, where he is right now. What does he know? I love hearing that a lot. Mm -hmm. And 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 I've and I've told this to Mark on shout out to Mark on Tangraphs, who's now Altair. <laughs> I I told this, you know, when we were having our sit down in and I, who else did I mention? I, I know someone else that did mention it. And they tell me, and Mark tells me, it's like, you know, it's funny that people say that type of stuff because they believe that by having a number of followers determines your level of success. And that's not necessarily true. Nah, man. Yeah, that's 100% not true. You know, it's not. And 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 Mark tells me it's like people who see me and my following, they'll believe that I'm not uh, that I'm not successful. Then, because I can tell you that it, you know, me making music is not my biggest income. Making music or and sounds for for movies and video games is my biggest income. I'm like, holy yeah. shit! That's what you do on the side. It's like that's my side. My main thing is just teaching people and get their careers. And obviously me as a music producer and DJ, but I don't get that much money out of it. My real income comes from doing all that type of stuff, like the video games, the movies, sounds and whatnot. And it's been, it's because of that. I got a house. I got a, I got, I got this, I got a studio. I got that. And I mean, if, if and people say that to you, they, they'll say that to me as well and say, like, I'm a washed up artist. You know, I don't get I don't get the big headlining shows as yeah. much and all that. Talk, yet I'm the one who has a house who 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 got bought by just making what I love to make. Yeah, it's not a this uh, this dubstep industry is not a not well paying. Not well paying. <laughs> no, it's not. Not well paying at no, all. It's so. not. It's definitely good to have a, a, a you know a side a side hustle until you uh until you're able to you know make 
make some good income out of uh, out of your you know out of your hobby or out of your passion or your creativity from from music and stuff like that. And I'll tell you this, bro. Like I've had episodes of us talking about you know where the actual money comes from from an artist. You know, at least an artist in in the EDM scene. You know, um, we don't get. M- pay for our music like our actual income <clears throat> comes from touring and merch that's yep. that's pretty that's much it. it and that's mainly because of these stupid streaming sites that are just so greedy yeah. man yeah so greedy and it's and it sucks because unless <clears throat> unless unless anyone you know anyone big or anything like that like starts you know saying stuff about this it's not gonna change man absolutely like, not it has to be people like us who are considered washed up who are have talking about these straight up numbers and telling people it's like guys like music does not our money does not come from our music like it like if you guys know the process out of it and you guys wonder how many cents do we get listen for, yeah the for plays, play man. <laughs> for stream like you, everybody will be shocked. And I mean, I've I've mentioned this to a lot of people who are not within the industry, and and when I tell them, like guys, like if you knew, like like per stream, we only get like zero point zero zero two yeah, it's or like a seven finite number, cent, like cent yeah. per view. Like we need to make for us to make a good money out of that song, we need to make sure that it gets played. A million. Millions of plays. Millions of plays for us to see an actual nice little check of a few thousand dollars. That's why <clears throat> that's why when I don't know if you know about the whole Audius thing. Audius? Uh, yeah, Audius. Did you ever hear about that? So it was it's a streaming, it's a streaming uh platform that came out um recently? I forgot. Uh, I think maybe like a couple, like two, three years ago. Man, I'm like probably way off on the time. Oh, but wow. it was it was okay. it was a couple years ago. Uh-huh. And it came out, and this was supposed to be like the SoundCloud killer. Like it was supposed to, you know, it was supposed uh, to eliminate all that stuff. I probably and, heard that rumors. Yeah, yeah. SoundCloud killer. And <clears throat> the way the way they uh the way they were advertising it was like mm-hmm. you know it's like run by artists. Like the artists are the ones who own it. And it's like in like you get like you get it's fair pay, fair, fair pay. Right. And when it came out, um, it was cool because a lot of people were joining it and, you know, this and that. And then like they, they started giving out uh, the, these these tokens, these um, uh, digital uh, money, like, you know, and it, it, it became um, God, what the heck is the name for uh, uh, stuff like Bitcoin? Oh, like cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they started sending out like that. So they gave out to the first people like a bunch of those things, man. And uh, it was it was cool because like artists felt like they were making money and like Mm -hmm. it was it was nice to have. And and the the website still exists. And, you know, I actually have a pretty good following on that, but I haven't really used it that often. But uh, it's it didn't like the popularity didn't like skyrocket like like a lot of them kind of hoped mm-hmm. but i had such such high hopes for that platform because it was it was doing everything that needed to be done for artists it was it was giving them a platform it was giving them monetization it was giving them kind of a, a voice in that platform and so it's 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 sad that it, it didn't turn out to what it was supposed to be but really? i think like something something like that like you know 
I know I know SoundCloud when it first started out, it was like all for the people, and then it just kind of started, you know, getting worse like, and worse. And even the quality of the of the sound, they started compressing music and yeah. it just sounds like garbage now. Yeah, that but then but you, pissed me off when it when it happened. That whole compression <clears throat> and lowering mm-hmm. the, the bit rates out of it. Like and and the thing that I hate about it is that when sometimes you send these songs to these artists or demos, they're gonna critique about it. Says, oh, like you need to have a better mix. I'm like it's not the mids, bro. It's just the it's just fucking SoundCloud itself is fucking uh it's yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. It's and it's it's like it sucks because like that's all you that's all we have. Like yeah, as underground artists, that's all we have. We have yeah. that. We have, you know, we can put stuff in Spotify and iTunes, or whatever, but like unless you're like a really big not even like EDM artist, like if you're just a big artist in general, like that's kind of like your platform because you that's how you make your, you know, that's how you can make your monetization right there. You like thousands of streams. But like, if you're like a small artist, you get buried so fast, man. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's easy. It's easy to get there. Yeah. No, unless you know the right people that knows how to do the distributions and, yeah, and do the right stuff, the right calls, the right playlists and whatnot. Like, yeah, like you be, you're going to get it in, in and away from it, you know? So oh, that's, that's why, that's why, that's why having like kind of like, communities and like you know like kind of how we have with with like grocery boys and stuff like that like yeah being able to kind of beat that algorithm that that's like the most important thing for a lot, a lot of up and coming artists beating the algorithm like beating the algorithm you know knowing knowing what to post having people you know just interact you know one word whatever they got to do like stuff like that like that that could help a lot of and it's it sucks not a lot of small artists or a lot of like these these up and coming artists are doing that because it's not it's not known all the time, right? And so they're out here, kind of you know they're drowning. They're like trying to like they're trying to just get to the surface. Like, hey, I I want to I want to I want to make it. I want to I want to get heard. And it's just like it's just not falling in the algorithm. You just gotta you know do everything you can. Yeah, bro. And and, and that's another thing. The whole algorithm aspect of it, like you have to be. It's it, it's just a, so shitty, to be honest. Like, it's shitty. Yeah. The whole social media aspect of how the algorithm works against you, you know, because you're trying to stand, stand out. You need to be trending or for the algorithm to even look at you. Mm-hmm. Like, your name has to pop out a few times or people have to search you a few times for your name to be out there and have somewhere else to see you on a feed or something. Like, it's yeah. so shitty. Like TikTok's uh, trend is a much more better. Granddad, I oh, stopped. Yeah, man. I stopped using TikTok overall because it, it wasn't getting me the people or the following that I wanted. But I I recommend people using TikTok. Um, I I can I I made one and I'm just like oh, I can't do this. <laughs> No, it's not, yeah, it's no. Not me. no, yeah, no, no. I don't, I don't, I, honestly, I don't do social media overall other than just to hit up people and contact them and promote my shit. TikTok, I had TikTok. I mean, the account is still on. I just don't, I just deleted it from my phone. I just don't use it overall. TikTok was more for me to promote my <laughs> video clips for, for, yeah. for my episodes, but it was just so much work that I have to do just to upload it. And then me thinking, oh, okay, then let me let me upload it from the computer so it could be much easier. Oh my God. 
it's a huge difference when you upload it from the computer than uploading it on, on your phone. Because oh, yeah. I don't know why the fuck when you upload it from the phone, you get a lot of traction, a lot of viewership. But when you upload it from the computer by having the same hashtags and whatnot, you get so minimum viewership. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, how is this even possible? It's just supposed to be universally the same concept. Just upload a video, put the hashtags, and that's it. Why is it? Yeah, there's it? a lot of factors that go into every little thing like that, and it's just crazy Bruh. how much it affects it. Bro, it's it's just ridiculous. It got me so heated because there's times in which my phone is full, full up because of me putting the videos and me uploading at a great quality and then the app itself. And then I have to keep deleting then and I had to do this once in a while. Like, it's stupid. And I wish I could have done this in the in the computer, you know, but it's, <laughs> it's, it was just sort of such an annoying and so many things that I have to do. That's like, ah, fuck this, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing TikTok. I'll hire somebody. <laughs> like, fucking hey, I'll actually hire somebody to run my social media and promote my shit. Absolutely. I'll fucking pay for them, man. God, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> just have someone just do it all. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, I know there is because some of these established artists, they get, they have their publicist to do all their shit or their assistant or their tour manager to do all their shit. Obviously, oh, yeah. they all have the same, their passwords and they can just log into their accounts and do all that shit and promote whatever song and, and talk like them. Absolutely. There's people that I just wish there, I, I know somebody that I can pay for to, <laughs> do, the, to do their job. It's like, hey, promote my shit, market my shit. Like, do, do what you got to do. So I had to think about that instead of me yeah. going like, all right, I got to dedicate an entire hour just to promote and market my <laughs> shit. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here's good luck. Let's see yeah, if it works. Here it works. Oh, great. A lot of bots, a lot of bots telling me, send it over here. Yo, DM, promote for black people. I'm like, <laughs> like, all right, bro. Like, the funny, the funny ones are like the girl cams. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm being happy. Have you, have you been receiving some of that shit in Twitter? Uh, no, nah, not on Twitter, but I've I seen that shit like on like people, on artists' like, uh, Page is like, hey, daddy, come see me live. <laughs> bro, I get that shit all the time in Twitter, bro. These fucking can girls going and follow me on Twitter. It's like, hey, so-and-so following you. And then they'll be like, hey, you want to you want to see stuff? And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Hey, big sexy. Want to want to see me live? <laughs> <laughs> Like, who the fuck follow you? Like, who the fuck told you to go ahead and follow me and DM me like that? Like, it, and it's, dude, it's, and it's not just me. That's the thing. It's not just me. It has, it's happening to everybody that I know. I know Robbie, Um, it's been happening to him a lot more as well. Yeah, once you got that, like, once you got that, that algorithm flow in the bots. Fucking A. I fucking hate Twitter, man. <laughs> I fucking hate Twitter. If I don't. I fucking hate all these social medias, bro. I fucking hate them. But <coughs> it's I, but tough, I, man. I have it because it's the only way for me to contact people like you, people, other people that I've never met in my life, you know, established artists, if they ever want to take a pick of interest, you know. You'll be funny, bro. You'll you be laughing that, you know, I get like, I ask a lot of people to come over to the show. 
I can, mm-hmm. And I did this not too long ago, so I can see the experiment. Let's see how it works. I yeah. send like uh, I DM like at least a good twenty people not too long ago okay. to come over to the show. Five have responded and says yes. Nice. Out of those twenty people, and that includes some established uh, artists. And one of those five people happens to be an established artist, and another one that's already like right there in the scene and is killing it so it's just it's funny like how life really works yeah man persistency though you know you shoot you shoot 20 arrows man some of those are gonna hit right that's that's the mentality that i have right now you know and then and the only ones that i do not fuck with is the ones that ghost me oh yeah that's Uh, always fun oh my god i hate when that happens and it has over has happened to me multiple times. I wish it, it's our, I wish I could say it's like, oh, it's a rare occurrence. It, I only get to see it like once. No, no, no. I, I, I get to see this shit like five, six, seven times. Yeah, like, hey, you know, confirming for tomorrow's interview, tonight's interview, whatnot. It's well, okay, man. You know, you gotta, you, you gotta fall to get back up, man. What was, what was the? Uh, there was there was a bar from Lincoln Park. It was on the, the what doesn't kill you make you stronger. <laughs> that, that That's was Lincoln Park, right? Yeah, that that, that, <laughs> that, that <laughs> no the the burn it to the ground when you fall. Take my time, chance of fall. So when you Is that fall, new divine? No, it's the burn it that burn it when it's Mike Shinoda's verse. I play soldier, you play game, stopping mouths and honest rain. So, so when you fall, I take my time to hand the person and the words. It was something like around that, around those lines. This is like when, yeah. when you fall, I take my time to help you up and stand you up. so stupid. I don't even know what song this is. What the fuck? Why don't I know this song? You know this song, Burn It Down? It's like it's like I'm I'm having like a brain fart. All right, let me see. Like um, uh, we'll build it up to back it back down. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to burn it to the ground. Are you sure that's not a new divine? No, the new divine is like um. The new divide is uh let me I I got I got it for you. I got it for you. Give me reason okay, yeah. to pull me. Okay. It sounded insane for a second. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Well, I mean it's it the same my, album though, I'm, right? No, it's different album, different <laughs> times too. That's 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 the oh, wild hair. That's the wild fit. It's different at different times. Oh but my I, god, they sampled themselves. Absolutely. <laughs> like you tell me, you tell me some of these artists don't sample their own songs over and over. Like, come on. Like, how many times have we heard Martin Garrett sample his own same song in five different songs over and over? Man, this man's a genius. Not only that, not only that, he used the same, the same song structure and ghost produced with other speeding record songs. Didn't like, didn't Chainsmokers do something like, no, they, they wrote, they wrote their songs in the same key, I think. Yes. Or yes. some shit like that. And it was like, and they, you could literally overlap them and they would be virtually the same song. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they did. And they also did that with 
with other 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 artists as well. Other artists that are not within you know their genre, but pop music artists, they done that as well. Yeah. And who else? DJ Snake as well, bro. Like oh yeah. Like if you listen to a lot of the DJ Snake's songs, you can tell like, oh wait a minute. Isn't this sound came from this song? Like the song, I, I, like, I the song like the song from Major Laser that DA Snake with the uh, somebody to lean on. Oh uh, yeah, the, yeah. With, but but um, that it's the same sample on DA Snake's collab with Justin Bieber. Don't you give up now? No, I want to give up now. Oh shit! Love you. Oh what up? Oh what up? It's just it's on a minor scale, Damn. but it's the same sound. I miss I miss Daft Punk sampling song. Now you're talking about gods. Oh yeah, dude. Sir Thomas and Sir Guy Manuel. You're talking Those about guys. gods that oh. walked among humans. Oh yeah, and they're not done making music. They're done with Daft Punk, but they are still actively making music. They are, they are geniuses man i really wish that before they they decided to hang up the gloves and say we're done with that funk i really w wish that they could have done one last tour or one last album before they're like we're done with that funk and that's it you know one more time yeah one, no pun intended no pun intended <laughs> One more time, <laughs> just like one minute, one, and that's it. And we're done. You know, I wish they could have like done that before, but you know, their last song, their, their last music ended up with, with which song? With one of the, one of these mainstream songs, you know, with, oh, with the weekend. Uh, Pharrell. With oh, the Starboy. I'm a motherfucking Starboy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was Daft Punk's last, like, you know, ah, uh, you know, Daft Punk featuring the weekend or the weekend featuring Daft Punk, you know. You know, you know who's my all-time favorite artist of all time of every, like I it tops any any artist. I love Daft Punk. Don't get me wrong, and they're like on different scales. But one artist that's still actively touring is uh, Benny Benassi. Damn. Benny Benassi is is my is that is that is the reason why I am making music today. Even though I make dubstep. It, yep, yep. Fuck the whole, the whole Benny, the Benassi Bros album, the Satisfaction album, the uh, I mean everything, man. That guy. So when I was when I was young, um, when he was like you know releasing music stuff like that, my dad would actually show me like like all of Benny Benassi's music, and then my older brother would show me right. his music, and I like I'm like man, what is this? Like I fell in love with that, and then like I got older, and I'm like I want to start making like this kind of stuff. And it was just, I mean, his this stuff is just crazy, man. Like all analog too. It's just, it's just nice, crispy, and uh, yeah. That Benny Benassi is, is the goat for me, man. That guy. If I ever meet that guy, it, it'll be crazy. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, listen, man. I don't make, I don't make electro or anything like that. But I like everything that you've done, Benny Benassi. If you're hearing this, bro, thank you. <laughs> Damn, somebody like that. That I will consider a goat. I will. I, I do have the goat one in my head. Um, the the top three that I always had was always Zomboy and Squirrelets, yeah. and I'm happy that I was able to meet them both multiple times. 
Uh-huh. Funny enough, all in one year, multiple times, <laughs> which is funny, you know, and they're great people, legends, you know, walking among us regular folks. But the the one I, I feel like he he's this guy is on a goat status for me and he is like, I feel like untouchable and nothing that he does can do wrong is Rub Swire. Rub, Rub Swire? Yeah. You don't, you don't know who Rob Swire is by name. That's fine. But Rob Swire is the lead single, the lead singer of Pendulum. Oh, shit. Damn. Yes. Okay. I can, I can agree with that. Night Party. Yes. 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 Rob, I saw them. I, yes. I saw them live one time and that was insanity. Oh, bro, I saw I first saw them when their immersion album came about when Watercolor and Witchcraft was popping in EDC Puerto Rico. And to me, that won my heart from them. And it was my first time going to EDC Puerto Rico. And it's my first time seeing them on a stage because I didn't even know what stage I was. I was just bouncing around yeah. to see what's up. And I heard the uh, the drum and bass. And I was like, oh, my God, it's fucking. And then when I hear Ross Swire singing live on stage, I'm like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden going along with the drum and bass, I'm just like, bro, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. what? And I yeah, started. They're, they're on some other level, man. That's some other level, man. And then when I later find out that he's also part of Knife Party, I'm like, <laughs> bum, 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 fire. Like, <laughs> Damn. That song, oh man, that song is, oh, dude, that oh. song, that song changed a lot, dude. That that changed a lot of the stuff in the scene. That one, and you blocked me on Facebook, uh, internet friends, and now yeah. you're going to die, dude. Oh god, I get chills just thinking about that song, bro. Some of their old songs is like you revolutionized music overall. Like you changed stuff. Like you made people electro go- needs to needs to make a comeback. If Electro makes a comeback, I'm here for that. For I'm here for that. For sure. Some, some, some good old, some good old uh, dog blood. Ooh, dog I, blood would be dope. I need, I need, I need that shit to come back harder than Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. And yeah, bro, that, I consider them one of the ghosts. And because obviously, Rob Sawyer is a talented person. Like he does, he sings, he DJs, he produces music, he. He plays the guitar. He plays the synthesizer guitar, which is like the hardest. Oh, the shit. guitar. Yeah. yeah, the guitar. That's the hardest shit that you can do on live. Dope. I mean, he plays the synthesizer on live, and then later I found out, you know, he does a lot of the Dead Mouse's songs. You know, like Ghosts and stuff, and yeah, m- uh, Monophobia, like. And then he, I've heard that he he was actually one of the main producers on some of Rihanna's music. I can see that. I can see that. Which is uh, to me, that was wild. To me, I was like, that was well. That's kind of left field. Like, what the fuck? Like, when did no. you became, you know, <clears throat> per- you know, who does a lot of that right now? Who? Um, uh, Kasafelstein. You know who that is? Yo, I haven't yeah. heard him in a long time. Yeah, man, he produced. Um, he helped produce uh, who uh, the week one of the weekends album. Uh, Yo, he was also. Real? Yeah, he was, I think he was also in one of Drake's albums. I may be wrong. Um, but yeah, 
I mean, that man is also that's a that's a dark prince right there, man. Jesus. He, he he made he made the way for a lot of uh, mid tempo industrial type like like res type of you know music. Mid tempo. Uh, he he added his own Mumbai flavor when mm-hmm. when the Matthews and Block parties, like yeah, like he done some some weird gnarly shit like. All, all together that makes you feel like, man, I can appreciate this. That that man, that man was inspiration to uh actually kind of Gyla Foe to kind of this 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 alias that I had. Cause when I first started uh making music, uh-huh. is is actually the first music I made was uh mid tempo. I made a lot of really? industrial type music, yeah. And uh I was actually kind of pretty good at it. I'm not gonna lie. I I I have fun doing it. It's like uh-huh. when I when I make mid tempo, whenever I make it, it's just it's just fun. Like I do it for fun. Like it's it's I never really take it seriously. Um, but when I first started, it was like I was you know I that's what I was going for. I was like okay, dark industrial. Let's just try to do some Gustavo sign stuff. Right. And then from there, I evolved into you know dubstep, and then you know. Everything else, I don't. I don't try to put myself in one bubble as making only dubstep and Britum and whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I definitely, definitely started off doing mid tempo because of of him. I was actually <laughs> gonna ask you because, like, are, are you as a now that you're a dubstep and I mean, hearing that you used to, you know, start off with mid tempos, like, like, are you always willing to try other genres besides dubstep and just like um, play <clears throat> them or release them? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, my, when I do my sets, I don't only just play dubstep. Oh, I, I, I do, I, I like to sprinkle some other genres in there because one, you know, you know, ear fatigue is a real thing. You don't want to get people tired. That is true. And then, that is true. And then, uh, you also, I know it makes it more fun and it also makes it more challenging when you're performing live. Like, okay, how am I going to, what am I going to do to make this, this genre fit with this other genre? Um, but uh, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I have. I mean, I have a bunch of unreleased tracks that range from mid tempo. I have a lot. I have like a library of mid tempo songs that I have unreleased. Damn. Um, I have a lot of. It's 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 nice. I I like I like being able to make it, but <clears throat> I don't like releasing it that much. It's kind of. It's. I don't know. I. I but why is hard that? For me to release. Because you feel like uh, it doesn't go with your brand, or is it because like <clears throat> kind of? Yeah, it kind of doesn't go with the Gylafo brand. Because whenever I mm. perform, like it's just like I do a lot of heavy stuff, and I make a lot of heavy music too. But mm. I've also made like I've made uh, bass house, I've made uh, feature bass, or wh- whatever they call it now. Right. Um, I've made um, I made a uh, uh, oh my god, hard style. Oh. Um, I've made a uh, kind of like electro hybrid type of stuff. I mean, it's, I just I just try, yeah, just some experimental stuff. Um, I I made a couple of just just whatever I could. I, I mean, I made trap. I've made trap before. Mm. Um, I've made music for trap artists, like for hip hop artists. Right. Um, so I just it's just whatever, whatever I I I can listen to and I can. Oh, Memphis Funk. I made some of that too. Um, that shit's pretty fucking dope too. I like bug. Um, whatever, whatever I can just get my hands on and just figure out how to make, I just make. But mainly, I make dubstep right now. Um, but I don't want to only say I make that. I I can make anything, but just make dubstep right now. You make bass. Yep. That's yep. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 I I kind of agree. I no, I don't kind of agree. I I agree 
with your with the statement with you know ear fatigue when you're playing on shows because I've seen it a lot more. And that's why yeah. I always like to play a little bit of this, a little bit of that on my sets. You know, obviously the whole thing is to make sure I'm playing dubs and I'm playing bangers, but I also yeah. want I once in a while I do play some rhythm so it can just like soothe it up. And then I play yeah. some old school complexro. This, oh yeah, complexro. Damn, I haven't heard that in a long time. So ima <laughs> imagine imagine you know playing a knife party song, you know, and or and then follow up with uh with uh what's what's my favorite song from Some Boys old old EP, the one with the with Raptor in it. No, we're Terra Squad. We're Terra Squad. Oh, um uh oh my god. It's um, it's a complex so he had Raptor and he had another one. I played the other one. Uh, oh my God! What's right it? there? It's right there. It, I think it's. I think it's called Terror. No, Terror Squad. Damn, my brother, my brother, my brother's gonna kill me that I don't know this. He loves uh, Zomboy. I'm. I'm, <gasps> I'm a huge Zomboy fan, bro. I always have. Um, but why can't I think of the name? But I keep forgetting. Are you sure it's not called Terror Squad? I mean, there's a song that's called Terror Squad. I'm not, but I'm saying within that EP, he has. Oh, <clears throat> he has like four songs. One, two of them are Complexro. The other one is a uh, uh, dubstep. And here's, a is it here to stay? Is it here to stay? Is that the one you're thinking of? I can't believe it, bro. I always play this song in every fucking set of mine. And I keep forgetting about it. Is it? Is it the one that's like, get out of my face? No, that's Terror Squad. Terror Squad, yeah. Fuck, damn, what the fuck am I thinking of? Oh, re the reanimated EP. Oh, it came from the reanimated EP, Bad Intentions. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad Intentions. That's, yes, I know Bad Intentions. That, yeah, there you go. Bad fucking. We had to go. We had to go way back for that. <laughs> yeah, now I remember. Ooh, any <clears throat> any break beats? Anything with break beat on it? Yeah, I, and I and I also try to implement some drum and bass in between because I fuck a lot more with the melodic drum and bass like Coven and Mus. Those guys are 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 the illest people out there, you know. Anything that's like Monster Cat related drum and bass, like I I fuck with it a lot and yeah. I put it on my sets. I also fuck a lot with the with what you call it, um. Yeah, with now I'm putting future rhythm, uh, but with with a lot of future bass and, and melodic dubstep tracks, I fuck with it a lot. Yeah. You know, especially the Roy Knott style of dubstep as well that he yeah. brings. He brings like the melodic aspect of the drops, and then second build gives us like a fucking tear out dubstep out of nowhere. I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah. I I for for me when I build my sets, I I I think of it like a roller coaster. You know, you're 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 yeah. making you're making the crowd go in for a ride and like it's the set the, the overall goal of the set is to make it heavy. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta you know you gotta give like the the set like some breaks and the breaks are gonna be usually like a different yeah. genre for me. And then in the middle for me, the way I structure it is usually the middle I'll have melodic and then that's that that'll be like my that'll be like my my rise. So, right. and then once the melodic is done, just go right back down. You know, you're in the roller coaster. You're going down really fast. Now, now you're going. Now you're hitting some some bangers again. Just going heavy, heavy, 
So I mean, it's 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 kind of like I f- I feel like that's been like the a good formula for me, and it's 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 helped with a lot of the shows that I've done. Um, and that and that's that's not to say that you know that people go on heavy all the time. I mean, they, some people like that. Uh, but I've found a lot of a lot of people like having of, multiple stuff in, yeah, in the set. A lot of good results end up when you actually give them that, um, yeah, that breather because you know people will not get sick of it. And then if you wait, go yeah. to wait to him, people will fuck with it. But then after this, they'll be so tired. They'll be like, all right, and they'll be like this. And then you don't want your shit to be like, you know, to subside like that. You want yeah. that to be with you all the whole fucking time, you know, and that's when you give them the breaks so that way they can breathe a little bit and then they'll be like, oh yeah, this is fucking no. And then it also goes back to switching to the opposite. You're like, oh, fuck yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, this, this is why I'm here. And then- <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you could say that, that I do it on a roller coaster style, but I guess like I, um, I, I do it in a way that it's like you didn't notice that I switched genres until you know yeah. the beat is right there, you know. Make it make it nice and subtle. Yeah. And and I also fuck with virus syndicate a lot. So they oh, yeah. make it very easy for me to just like let them let them rap. Let, right them, let them rap, yeah. Let them rap, let them hear the whole thing. And then when it comes to the rising of the of the drop, that's where I like switch it over to something else. I'll be like, whoa, wait, what? I thought it was this. Nope, nope, it's this. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, Virus Syndicate, bro. I definitely a fan of, of Nick and Jay, rap, man. man. <laughs> Nick and Jay, man. Those are those are the homies, man. Shout yeah. out to those guys. You know, I, I I got the pleasure to meet them one time during the Disciple Takeover. Oh yeah, very very nice, very very nice people. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I, I you know it's funny because I never seen them perform. But I've seen videos of it. Yeah, it like did they actually like play their songs through and through, or they so, and they they went they on DJ? stage. No, they went on stage and performed. So like whenever one of because it was a disciple takeover. So whenever right. one of them had the song with the fire syndicate, they would go out there and perform. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool, man. But well, I'm curious on um, when they're when they're doing their own tour. Like I'm very curious how they do it. Like, do they have a DJ, and they and they start performing, or do they also DJ? And it, and if and if it's so, like, do they play the whole song from beginning to end, or they they or yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's, yeah. I don't. I'm not really. I'm not really too sure what they do. It's. I'm. I don't know. I'm curious because they are rappers. They're definitely UK yeah. rappers. You know, but but you know they're like the godfathers of the UK rappers of dubstep. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. I think the same thing is with uh, Rico Act. He's in a lot of like dubstep songs. I don't know if he. Rico, I don't know if he does like that's. I don't. I've. I don't know anything outside of Rico Act stuff. You know, I only know Rico Act just does hard on the dubstep part. That's pretty much yeah. it. So as um, what Bucknero? Yeah. Oh yeah, Bucknero. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard some songs outside of Some Boys and other people's. You know, but I, I feel like he's like. In between, I don't know to be honest. And Volgatron as well. That's uh, is that Odd, Odd Prophet? No, Odd Prophet. Wait, what? Wait, what? Isn't you said Volgatron, right? Yeah, Volgatron. Isn't <clears throat> isn't he? Wait, Odd Prophet. No, Odd Prophet is Volgatron. Isn't isn't it? Is that not? Is that, am I am I wrong? Am I? 
Am I tripping? We're gonna it? fact check this shit right now. Yeah, facts fact check me, please, because I think that I'm, I'm he's 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 an artist, but he's Volcatron is like his second. I see Volcatron and then produced by Odd Prophet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the I'm pretty sure it's the same. All he all I see is music. I don't see any like who the fuck is Volcatron? Hold on, let me just see. I just type in Volcatron is Odd Prophet and this RFI's Volcatron. Um, nah, he's not. Oh no, no, it's he's one of the foreign beggars. You know who foreign beggars are? No, who's foreign beggars? Uh oh man, you don't know foreign beggars? They old old thing of old school. Uh, oh, I, I'm seeing uh, foreign foreign beggars. Hold on. Yeah, they're old school. Like back in the day when dubstep was like barely starting. Oh shit. 2002. Oh, these this Volcatron is from Dubai. Yeah. So, but they're I mean, English, I think they're from the UK. They're, yeah, they're yeah, English. They're they say they're English <laughs> hip hop and dubstep group. Yeah. Wait dude, a oh man, I, I've yeah, seen Warren Baker's made songs like ooh, like with Skrillex back in the day. Yeah, you're right. That's a long time ago. Holy fuck! I didn't know. Oh. I've, yeah, I man. know. Did they do something with precision? Yeah. They done something with precision and noisia. They did a song with, um, uh, was, I think it was uh, with excision. And then they did one with, um, Skrillex. They did it. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. They did, they did, um, still getting it with, with Skrillex. Still getting it. Still getting it. Oh, yeah. 20, yeah still getting, holy yeah. fuck. Back in 2011. Damn. They did, they did Shake It with Noisia. Oh my God. They did uh, also uh, Scatter. Yo, yeah. And they did with Schism. That's why mm -hmm. Volcatron. Yeah, Volcatron is just uh, one, one, one of, of the them. guys. One of the guys. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah. guy died, right? He, like he passed he away. He died? Um, Metropolis, right? Uh, mm, the same thing about him. I'm looking. I'm looking right now. Oh, he did at, at 41. Holy uh, cow! Yeah, Metropolis Graham vocals deceased. Dang. So it was Volgatron, Metropolis DJ No and uh, No Names, Dagnamit. Yeah, so, and one of one of them passed away. Wow. I don't know. If, I don't know for what, but yeah, I'm That's looking at crazy. it right now. Holy fuck! Dang. Hip hop, dubstep, drum and bass, electro house, grime. Straight up, R.I.P. Metropolis. I didn't even know. Damn. Yeah, R.I.P. to a legend, man. Foreign, ba foreign Vegas, man. I can <laughs> now I see their name. I'm like, ah, English. Yeah. Foreign Vegas. Mm -hmm. Damn. Shout out to those good. guys, man. Yeah, wow. Man, good times. That was a good era. That was a good era of hip hop and dubstep from the UK. I don't know for some reason why I fuck a lot more with English hip hop than I do with American <clears> hip hop. <throat> It's just, it's just her slang, man. It's just, it's nice. It is. Even, even sometimes I fuck with, uh, with, with Japan hip hop, man. Oh, I don't know man. if you ever heard of Japanese hip hop, bro, but they go hard on the bars, man. <clears throat> and they don't curse a lot. They don't curse a lot. And yet the bars go hard. <laughs> I saw, um, I saw a Korean guy. Uh, what was, uh, what's it called? He was from like a, a Korean boy band. He was on a song with Skrillex and um, oh, uh, shit, for real? It's 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 a uh, uh, his name is G Dragon. 
And he's also with uh, CL. Oh, with G Dragon CL. Yeah, they did yeah. with Skrillex <clears throat> and Diplo the Dirty yeah, they, Five song. Yep, yep. They're both K pop singers. and But that guy raps in that and he goes crazy yeah. in that song. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. And I think, um, uh, yeah, CL's from, um, oh my God, uh, After School, I think. It was a very, very, very popular K pop back in the day. I don't know if they're together still. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I that's just crazy. know that you took me back to memory lane. That's what I. Oh, do. yeah. That's that's the best, man. It's the best. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, like, uh, how often do you actually finish your own songs? You know, whatever, whatever you start to pro produce, like, how often does do you <clears> take <throat> your time with it? How often do I finish my tracks yeah. from like start to finish? Yeah. Um. And what's your creative process behind it? Like, what is it that you go ahead and start and be like, all right, we start with this shit. Um, so right now, so back then it used to be horrible. I used to not finish songs. It's it's like a kind of a hard habit to get to get rid of. Um, but now I'm more I, I I do it. I do it more often now. I do it a lot more often now to where I focus on one song. Mm -hmm. Um Even though when I do focus on one song, I still have to work on another song mm -hmm. just just because I get ideas a lot. So what I'll do um, is I'll I'll kind of pretty much put that idea like make it make make the idea physical, you know, make it there. And then that way, when I'm done with a song, I can focus on that next idea. And it's still there because I feel like if I don't do it right then and there, I'm going to forget it. So I'll just get the idea out there and then go back to what I was originally doing. And it doesn't matter where you start. You just like go ahead and this is where I start and that's bad. Yeah, I mean, there's there's times where I'll start with the melody and make a whole intro and make a drop after that. There's times where I I start with just a drop and then <clears throat> and then go from there. I mean, is it harder for you when you actually doing the melodies or with the drops or the drops back? The um, you know, I think I think it's just the way my my brain works. Like I, I'm, I'm comfortable doing either or. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's just I think it also helps with like the structure of the song because when I make when I make a drop, I'm kind of already envisioning what I want the 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 intro to sound like. Right. It's not gonna like it's not set in stone because it obviously changes so many times. But I kind of have a gist of what I want to sound already, and vice versa. Like when I have an intro or I have like a, a melody that I'm making, I kind of already have an idea of what. I, where I want that song to go, you know, where, what direction it's going. Right. Um, and then most of the time, like when, if I don't, if I feel like I don't have like a drop ready for a song, I just really base it off of like kind of the feel, like, like how do I feel when I'm, when I'm making this build or, or when I'm making this, you know, breakdown. And then from there, it usually helps me make a drop or, you know, right. Other way around uh, a melody. And And it's the same thing when you when you do um collaborations with other artists. Um, it depends. Um, honestly, so there's times where I'm like, like, like I'll you know I work a lot with like I said with like the bad boys that mm -hmm. we have over here, and yeah, I go either way. Like I'll you know I'll I'll be like, hey, if you have an intro, like let me hear it. And more than likely, like if they have a build, that's like that helps a lot. Like I feed off of that energy of like that that build is given and then from there i'm like okay i know what i'm gonna do with this 
or like if if I'm like if I'm making a collab and I'm like, all right, I have an intro already set. And then I tell like, I'm like, hey, this is kind of like what I'm going for. And I'll make an example. And that example is never set in stone. It can change whatever. But like, that's kind of like, I'm like, this is kind of where I want to go with this. And then let's see where we can go. with. <clears throat> and then, and do you actually believe the whole concept of writer's block or you don't? Oh, yeah, that? man. Absolutely. Oh, so, so what happens when when you have writer's block, Glenn? How do you overcome I, I create other type of music or I listen to other type of music. Oh, I, that's where I got. That's where I have all these other genres from because I just create other stuff. And that's it usually helps me. good. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. I also um, believe it or not, I listen to like a lot of funk, man. Like just I just I'll just put on like a like a 70s station on like YouTube or something like that. And right. I just like listen to some funk. Or like, uh, or I'll listen to stuff that just doesn't really pertain to like EDM music. Yeah, and then that'll like help me kind of get out of the writer's block, um, and then kind of just it helps me get ideas too. Or I, I just if I need to just cut off music in general and like just do something else, you know. <clears throat> that usually helps me with writer's block though. But that's actually pretty good, man. I'm happy to hear that because you based you're not the only one who actually deals with that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised how very few artists tells me that they don't believe in writer's block. And some of these artists are one of the most talented people. And then you got a whole lot bigger spectrum of artists that they do believe in writer's block and they have their own ways. Yeah. The rare ones, the rare ones, even, even the ones that they don't believe in writer's block, do exactly what you do. They just do another, they just do another genre. Yeah, I mean, it helps. It helps, man. Like you know, at the end of the day, like we're, you know, I mean, I like I'd like to think that we are. You know, we're musicians first, and right. you know, <clears throat> a lot of like when we were, you know, when we were growing up, like some of us grew up making music, some of us didn't. Um, that's cool. You know, we live in an electronic world. You know, everything is all synthetic yeah. with like music. Um, but like I, I mean, music's everywhere for me. Like I, I hear music all day, every day. You know, it's not. It doesn't have to be dubstep. I don't have to listen to dubstep every single day. I you know, agree. it's and so <clears throat> like that. That also helps me because I love making dubstep. I love dubstep and I love making it. Um, and just listening to other stuff just helps me like make it. You know, it doesn't have to be like dubstep. Doesn't have to help you create dubstep. You can get inspiration from everywhere. You know, one hundred percent. It also helps you with like that blockage, like, you know, because I feel like a lot of that comes from like you're so asphyxiated on trying to build or, or you're asphyxiated on trying to make a certain sound or make it yeah. sound a certain way. Yeah. And you're just you're in a loop, you know, you're just doing it over and over and over again. Exactly. <clears throat> so that's kind of where like it'll it'll help unblock that whole, you know, that whole creativity part of your brain. It's in it like it at least for me, it does. And it. It helps me come up with more ideas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole concept of sound design is has been in the thoughts a lot, you know, and sometimes mm-hmm. people really have different opinions about it. And this is something that I do ask a lot to to everybody in the show. And mind you, there is no right or wrong answer with this. Mm-hmm. But I want to know your opinion based on your experience and what you believe in. Like, do you believe that sound designing is a luxury or a necessity for a producer? 
Oh man. Um, I guess it depends on like what you're making though, you know? Cause like there's people like if you want to stand out from others. Yeah. Yes, yes and no too. Cause your sound design can be so like your 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 main focus of your track can be the drop and your drop you make all this crazy sound design. You're making you're making this this one sound, you know like move left right up down it's it's you know it's 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 all over the place it's it's doing so much and people are like oh man that's crazy but also like you're like there's people that also like like they're like okay yeah you know i know some sound design but i'm also making a song like it's still at the end of the day a song right. so like they focus more on the composing time like they're like okay i'm composing this whole like this whole intro i'm making this sound a certain way i'm i'm, I'm painting a picture i'm ma- i'm making a movie in my head you know and then the sound design is like kind of like the, the second part, you know. It's like it's not the main focus. It's like the second part of the of the the track, you know. Right. So it just it just depends on what you're trying to make. Like I I have songs where I'm like crazy about sound design, and I I'll go wild with it. But I have songs where I I I love orchestral sounds. I love making orchestra type or or not making, but like but like make like making it like an orchestra orchestra type of vibe you know like it's like it feels like 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 it's all multiple instruments doing one thing and so in in that in that scenario the main composition is going to be the orchestra versus sound design you know so it just depends on at least at least for me it just depends on what you're doing or what i'm making that day you know i agree i agree i don't wholeheartedly agree with um sound designing being like the main focus to everything yeah like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it up there. I will put it like it's definitely it should be for any given producer, like one of your top three of things that yeah. you should be looking up to, you know. And definitely and and, and, and it's okay if you want to put it on number three. That's fine. I have it on my number three because my first two is sound structure and mixing. Yeah, yeah. So like so like the composition and then mixing down and then Basically, like having the having to know that your song itself has a beginning and an end, and yeah. whatever's in between. Like knowing that you have an intro, you have a breakdown, a build up, drop, breakdown, mm-hmm. build up, drop, outro. So that's song structure. Knowing how to do that and how and knowing how to do that and then break the rules and try to fit and do other crazy shit around it. Yeah, I'm all about it, man. But knowing. That there that you have a structure because there's a lot of mistakes, a lot of upcomers that I've listened to some tracks over the years that I'm like, all right, where's the drop? What do you mean <laughs> you you missed the drop? And I'm like, when did I miss the drop? When were there was no buildup, and then and I'm hearing the same so- sound on every fucking moment. Like I'm hearing the same sound from the intro all the way to the drop. Oh yeah, I I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, you really find remember. you find a sound. You're like, oh man, this sounds cool. I'm gonna play it from the beginning and the end. Copy paste, <laughs> copy paste, copy paste. Yep. Duplicate, duplicate. <laughs> All around. I think, I think, I think though. Um, I don't know how you how you mix down or anything like that. Um, for me, it's it's. Uh, now I'm still like I'm. I am by no means an expert in mixing down. Right. I. I feel like I still have a lot to learn. Same over. Here. Um, I know, I know that I know that my mix down is <laughs> decent enough to where like it, it, you know, it's not gonna like bother people's ears and stuff like that. Yeah. Because there's 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 just there's just some 
some mixdowns that you know, like, oh man, you gotta really fucking work on that shit. Yeah. Um, but the way I do my mixdowns is, is I do it while I'm producing. It's happening yeah, simultaneously. That, that's while how I'm. I'm that's yeah. how I do it currently. That's it's much <laughs> more faster for me to work on it. And then, and then after I'm done with the song, I kind of go through it with a fine comb and then do mm-hmm. it again if I need to. And then people are like, "Oh, it should already be done. It should already be perfect." I, I'm, I'm like, I, I want to make, I want to quadruple make sure. I want to make sure it's for sure, for sure that it's yeah. where I want it to be. So I'll go over it and I'll go over it and I'll tweak something and I'll keep. It, it'll just, it'll be like that for a while. And and I I think doing it like that it just makes it it makes it my mind more at ease that like okay I've done everything I can to make it sound the way I want it to sound and then you know that's that's it you know you got to be content at some point I agree and that's a producer's nightmare man that is the fact that mm-hmm. you were you know listening to your song over and over and having been feedback by a lot of people to making sure that it's right that yeah. they haven't missed the spine and then you'll be like fuck all right. This, yeah, I need to release this because if not, I'm never gonna get over this. Yeah, it's a, it's a fine line. It's a fine yeah, line of like releasing line. it too soon or just go like just overthinking it. Yeah, that's my problem most of the time, overthinking it. You know, yeah. because I because like I once I feel like I got it, I send it over. All right, you just, see if you can fix this, this, and that. All right, I fix this, and then I keep hearing it. it's like, oh wait a minute, I I I missed yeah. this. Now I got to go back again and then I go back again and then and so on. And it's like, oh my God, you know what? Is it good? Is it great? Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's it. Just put it out there. Just put it out yeah, if there. I, if, I didn't, if, I didn't, if I didn't overthink, I'd probably have a lot of tracks just out there. <laughs> I have, a lot of the, a lot of the tracks For that real. I have right now, they're just sitting there because I'm just like overanalyzing them all the time. And I'm sure there's like people that'd be like, oh man, it sounds fine. But like, I want to be content with it first before I yes, send it out there. Exactly. Because it'll eat me alive if I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bitch, you know. It, yeah. ha- it, has been, it has happened to me a couple of times in which a song I've already released and I'm like, fuck, bro, I could have made it a better drop or yeah. fuck, like I could have done this a lot better. Like, don't, I'm not satisfied, not happy. And yet I get a lot of plays out of it. And at the same time, like, these people are idiots. <laughs> they, don't, they don't understand that this song is stupid or this song is incomplete or this song doesn't sound right. <laughs> it's always it's always good to uh, what's it called? Um, it's always good to test them live too. That always helps. But yeah, usually usually a good reaction is a good sign that you have a good song, and then all you have to do is just focus on making it sound good, like making it sound crispy, and then you're done. Yeah, I agree. I just don't have the luxury to play that often. Send send it to people, man. Send it to people. That's it. I'm going to send it to everybody. Like, yo, play this song. Let me see their reactions. Yeah. Is it good? Bad? All right. Let, thank you. <laughs> That's usually my one condition. If I if I have like people that hit me up that want to try out an unreleased track, I usually, I'm like, yeah, you can try it out, but like, you got to like either have someone record it. So I want to see, I want to see the reaction. If I'm not there physically, I want to see some sort of reaction to it because I got to know, like, do I got to work on it or, or is this kind of, you know, good, good start off to the track? Damn, and I'm gonna actually start doing that. It's like, hey guys, <laughs> I'm I did this. Give me a reaction to people. Let me know what what you think, what they think. <laughs> we did that with um, we did that with uh one of our tracks called um, it was a remix for Ray Volpe, um, 
Volpitron. It was the Battle of the Bros. We did that and we said, Oh, out and, Battle of yeah. the Bros. Uh-huh. That was a that was a fun track to make. Yeah, it I was fu- um I fuck with that yeah. track. Yeah. Yeah. We, we we made a remix of that and then uh it was me and the, the other the other bad boys that were that um are over here. Right. And uh and then we we, we, saw, we got some pretty good reactions on that, so it was nice to see that. Send it over to me whenever you got a chance. Yeah, for sure. Here I'll uh, got my SoundCloud open. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. Dude, um, I got a few more questions and we can wrap it up, man, because I'm about yeah, to fall absolutely. asleep very soon. It's it's ten o'clock in Miami. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh it's it's still seven over here. <laughs> it's about to be Lucky seven. Lucky bastard, Jesus. <laughs> hey, is it true that in Seattle it always rains? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it rains a lot over here. It does. It it's um we it, the thing is we have all four seasons. Uh-huh. And then uh usually in spring and you know, May, like April and May, we get a lot of showers right before summer hits. And then as soon as summer summer is over, we have a lot of rain. Uh-huh. And then depending on the whether it's really, really cold or not, the rain uh-huh. will either turn into snow or we'll just it'll stay rain. <laughs> Jesus. That's fun. Always raining in Seattle, man. Yeah. <laughs> is it expensive to live over there? Or is it like uh, <clears throat> Um, yeah, kind of. Um, if you want to live in downtown Seattle, you're going to be paying a lot of money over there. I live, I don't live in the city. I live, I live on the, I live North. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little bit cheaper, but it's still kind of expensive. Um, but I, I, I own, so I don't, I don't rent out. So renting is really expensive over there. Oh, like so really you own expensive. your own place? You have a house? Yeah, yeah. I have a house. Yeah, I do. Damn. How much you pay for your house? Um, it's like uh, uh, four hundred, four hundred. What? Uh, three. It's a very small house, so it's like it's like almost nine hundred square feet. Damn, it's very it's very small. Does it have a a pool? No, no. no. Most houses here in Seattle do not have pool because we would never use it. Because <laughs> it's like it's always cold. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> damn, I was damn. So it's not that far off from from fucking South Florida. Yeah. Honestly though, you guys if the amount I'm paying for this house, I'd get a probably a bigger house in South Florida though. You guys have way better real estate than we do over here. Yeah, unless you're trying to live in Miami. Cuz we <laughs> we don't have state tats. Yeah, it's, we do. <laughs> yeah, that's why like paying property taxes over here is not that expensive as many believe, but it's crazy over here, man. Hey, move to a Republican state. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm actually thinking about uh this so I got this house. I this this is this is like a fixer upper. I like I rebuilt a lot of the stuff inside this house. Oh, dope. Um and then um and I'm just gonna use this kind of to build equity and then the 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 plan is to go to Texas or something like that where I can get oh. uh, more land. I'm all about land, you know. I, I like I like yeah. having land. <laughs> That's funny because that's exactly what Brandon said. Semi, yeah. He says that he's he's he wants to get a land property over there in Texas because he he want to have a want to build a a place for all of us to come over and have and kick it. You know. Yeah, dude. It's it's honestly it's not that hard over there. It's really easy to build your real estate over there. You just gotta you know you gotta know the area. I don't know Texas that well. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. So I definitely would do a lot of research before I, I make that decision. Yeah. But it's from what I've heard, it's like, I mean, you can buy land pretty cheap and then just build off of it. <clears throat> That'd be interesting. Something to that's, think that's about. That's the goal. That's definitely the goal. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. I hope you reach there, man. I appreciate um, it. Why is it that you named yourself Guy Lefotz? Oh, so Guy Lefoe, um, Guy Lefoe. It's, uh, <laughs> it's I, all good. Because he can <laughs> fucks with, you know? I, yeah, they fucks with me, man. Yeah. Um, so I named it uh, after uh, Guy Fox. I don't know if you know who Guy Fox is. I only know Fox Stevenson. I don't know Guy Fox. Uh, Guy Fox is, um, is uh, have you ever seen V, v for Vendetta? Yeah. Remind so he's, me. So, so V from Vendetta is like the guy who has like the mask and he's like yeah, a, the, like an the anti-hero revolutionist. Remember, remember the the, the, fifth of no, the fifth of November. Yeah, yeah. So I named it after him, and it was because uh, the mask is based out after a guy named Guy Fox, who actually was like a revolutionist back in the day. Oh, um, and then um, Lafoe Lafoe is like a it's like a really. It's it's supposed to be a translation as like the 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 fake the like it's like a false it's not real in French, oh. um, but it's 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 faux spelled differently f o u x, um, so it's kind of like the false like guy you know it's like the, the false guy. not yeah. yeah, and so I kind of made that it was a while ago and I kind of made it and I kind of stuck with it and then it you know right. it, it was mainly because of the mask though because I had a mask on. <clears throat> I mean, that's why the whole persona with the mask itself becomes like that. Yeah, yeah. It's It kind of took off in its own identity, though. I made it and I was like, okay, you know, this is kind of what I'm going to do. And then it just kind of took off on its own. I'm like, all right, well, this is what I am now. <laughs> hey, why not? Capitalize the yeah. momentum. Capitalize the exactly. image right there. Why not? Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's dope, man. I'm happy to hear that, man. So... Let me ask you this, like what has been your greatest accomplishment and what are you currently doing that you hope to accomplish by it? Oh, uh, man. Um, in regards to like just like music, like music in general? In general. Yeah, it could be in general. It could be music related, whatever you think. What's the plan, man? What are you trying to accomplish? Honestly, I think my biggest accomplishment right now is is being is being content with um with my production because it's kind of I know a lot of producers struggle with this yeah it's like that it's like the imposter syndrome or like yeah or like feeling like feeling like they make a song and they're like oh like I'm like I don't like this or like yeah. this isn't what I want or like this isn't sounding the way I want it to sound I feel like I'm in a point in my journey for this like music stuff like where I'm like oh man I'm like very comfortable with what I'm making now. And mm-hmm. I, I actually like feel like th- I'm in a good spot right now. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just being able to show, show the world what I got, man, it's been, I've been quiet for like about a year or so. I haven't really, um, released anything, but my collabs with people. Um, so now that I have all this, all this like ammo left, I'm excited to show it. That's dope. That's fucking dope, man. One last question and we can wrap it up. But before I ask you this, um, yeah, I give this opportunity to ask people something about me or something about um, the industry that I'm well known 
about it. You know, like for example, anything that involves with contracts, anything that goes around behind the scenes with A&Rs or people in general or producers or some fickle shit or ugly tools. People, stuff that you always want to know. Is there any particular thing that you always wanted to know or wanted to ask somebody but never had the chance to t ask somebody about it? And um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's anything like that in particular, but I will. I, I will. I am going to give you a question. Okay. All right. It's not going to be in that. I don't know if it's going to be in that spectrum that you mm -hmm. were asking. But I mean, uh, ask, ask away. I'm an open book and I can tell you anything about everything about the industry, man. Like anything right. that you can ask about, like. I can tell you. I can tell you. And if there's something that I don't know, I will tell you. Excision or getter? No, I'm just playing. I'm just, I'm just, playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, <like laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> no, that's sick. No. Oh. <laughs> Damn, dude. Hey, I, gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> joke, 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 guys. Uh, joke. joke. It's, it's a, only joke. It's only joke. No, I, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> because they're both no. Is this your get it? Yeah, they're both. No, good. no, that, that was that wasn't the question. You got the answer. No, um, oh uh, god, uh, no. Okay, so if you were, if you were, if you were me mm -hmm. right now, and I don't know how much of my music you were able, you've already got to hear or, or not, but based off of you, what you've seen on my on my Instagram mm -hmm. and everything you've seen on my socials, um, and the little amount that you know about me right now that you were able to kind of grasp from this interview. Right. What what would you suggest my next step, my next big step should be? Where where, where should mm. I focus my my energy? That's not related to like production, because obviously like production is like gonna be first. But like where would I focus my energy? That's actually a pretty <laughs> um, very that's actually a pretty good question. And I'm happy that you actually asked me that. Based on what I've seen about you and based on everything that I know about you, I don't know if there's something in particular that you should be heavily focused on because the way you're, the, the direction that you're heading, you're heading in the right direction. You're getting there. And the fact that, you're, you know, you know, obviously part of the collective, like the grocery boys, these people will already help you out and they'll put you up in the mouth as much as I can, as much as they can, and so do I. Now, what can you do to facilitate that a little bit faster, or not faster, but a little bit more? You know, in the in a sense that I want people to to have a little bit of traffic out of it. I will say, and I know this is something that you and me have talked about it, um, but I will say keep your social media presence alive. Like mm -hmm. that should be something. That should be a main focus for you. And and we joke about it, you know, because obviously I fucking hate social media and I'd rather pay oh, yeah. somebody to handle my social media accounts. That's me, you know. I'm already like, I missed the boat, you know. And I'm in this stage in which like, I don't really fuck with it much. I just DM people and post my shit and that's it. That's as much as my reach. I have other priorities and other shit that I want to do so I can keep things moving and stay afloat. Yeah. That being said, you're a young buck. You still got a, a lot of time to, to do this. And because the beauty of, of, of you is that you got yourself a persona. You got an image which is captivating. The fact that you just told me right now, people fuck with you with the mask on and people 
associate you with the mask gum. It's already something that's marketable. Okay. You know? So I should, if I were you, start, start, you know, messing around with that whole market, that image of yours, and think of ideas that you can come up with that can trend out stuff, you know, like make a little video clip of you, you know, walking down the path or something with one of your songs, like make a little trailer or something like that. That actually captivates people. That grabs people's attention and you can mix it up. I mean, you already done it with some of your Instagram stories, you know, right now with people on live. Now do it for just you and you only with your <clears throat> whole persona. Like make like yeah. make a music video or just play around with it. Like and try to market around that and make that your image because that's what people are gonna know about you. Gotcha. So keep because you already you already had the the music production, you already got it. You're already networking yourself with um with some of these shows as if you were telling me, right? You're yeah. networking yourself, you're getting to meet people and you're getting to play. Keep doing it, like keep networking. Eventually, somebody's gonna take a shot, somebody's gonna uh, gonna keep an eye on you and be like yo you know we should work together you know have that representative type shit you know eventually it's gonna happen you already got people who support you music wise the grocery boys and and you can even ask some of those guys hey can you hook me up with this person I need some feedback from this and that and And they can help you connect the dots like everybody's like here you go here you go you know so you already got that so I guess the the only thing that's missing that you should you know focus and emphasize more about right now is your social media presence and keeping yourself alive with that presence and once in a while say hey what's going on what's everybody thinking right now hey what what do you guys think about this song do you like drop A or do you like drop B on on your stories on your IG gotcha. stories on yeah and and sh- and give the have stuff that makes you. Not not makes you have stuff that makes your following or your the community interact with you. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Look for look for ways that that you can have that interaction that that can go back and forth with people. I once in a Mm -hmm. while have people that I could go back and forth with my episodes. You know, someone tells me, "Hey, like it's pretty dope that you made a episode like that. Can you elaborate more with this?" And I'll be like, "Oh, sure, no problem." So this is what I'm trying to get to. You know. Yeah. Um, I don't like uh, when you say don't send demos to record labels. It, I did it and it worked on I me. Mean, you shouldn't discourage people. And I'd be like, well, here's the thing. I never said all labels yeah. are like that. I said only a few labels listen to your music. A bunch of others, they don't. That's why you shouldn't focus on sending demos to those labels. You, you should actually make music on your own release and, and have them look at you. That's how you yeah. want it. You want that to look at you, not you on them. You know? <clears throat> yeah. That's how yeah, exactly. the business works. So stuff like that, I interact with people. As little as I as they come, I still comment them back and I still interact with them because I want them to keep engaging. And I encourage people to come over to my show and I say, yeah, if you got a specific topic, let me know and I can cover it on the next episode or try to cover it. Stuff like that. So have that social media princess alive. Keep that image. Make some gnarly cool shit and interact with people. I think those are should be the the most f- 
three important things that you should be taking to the next level as as mm-hmm. a up and coming producer. And once you figure out a time to do all that along with your production, because it's already taken care of, you're going to see a lot more response <clears throat> with you. And people will start noticing you a lot more and people will start talking about you a lot more. And that's where, you know, big reps and promos will look at you and take and take a shine on you and take an interest in you. And also artists. Artists will will fuck with you. Artists, there, will, there will be tons of which you will fuck with artists. Of artists will be like, hey, I've heard of you. You're kind of fun. You know, you did this while ready, right? Yeah, yo, your music is dope. Fuck yeah, let's just do something. And that just leads on to something else. And then also yeah. domino. It all, it, all just, it all just comes naturally. Huh? Basically, man. I mean, that's the best advice I can give you right now. When in, in your as, as of, you know, your next step, you know, you can take my advice and apply to it or you don't. That's totally up to you. You know, maybe you already knew about what I just said and you just wanted somebody who's who's already done it or is within the industry and tell him give you that validation. It's like, oh, shit. So I already thought about it. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually hitting the right space. Whatever the reason, I'm just giving you what I know that it's it's an end that will work for you as an artist, as an image. You know, I hope yeah, that, man. I hope that helps out or no it definitely it definitely it definitely does i appreciate that absolutely man and you know my my dms are open man any given time you ever want to talk to me about stuff like that or you you even want to talk about contracts or shit like that you know hit me up man i'm a dm in my way right for sure man i appreciate it no of course man so we're gonna end this with this high little note let's say that you're walking down the streets of seattle raining as fuck and then all of a sudden a ufo pops out of nowhere and then the ufo comes to you and says yo we need your help man do you because <laughs> you and only you can help us out with with our situation you know we're having a revolution and we need you our help i'm like all right dope let's do this and he's like before we you leave just so you know you don't know we don't know when you're gonna come back here's a piece of paper write free pieces Three pieces of advice that you'll give to somebody. What are those three pieces of advice? Oh, all right. So the first piece of advice is, this is going to sound corny as hell, but be yourself. Because, you know, if you, I feel like if you spend a lot of energy trying to be something else, I feel like that's, that just takes away from what you actually are. So always be yourself. And then the second one is, is um let's see success isn't isn't always a, a linear line mm-hmm. there's always there's always going to be you know ups and downs you're it's it's never going to feel like like you're winning mm-hmm. but it, whenever you look back at from when you first started to where you're at right now and you realize how different or how much better something is that's when you know like that's when you know like this is i'm 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 doing it like i'm i'm right. to, and success doesn't have to be measured in mon- in money or things or anything like that. It's like whatever you want to accomplish, you know. And then for the fir- for the third thing is is uh is just you know just always always look on the brighter side of things, you know. Mm. Always stay positive, and especially in the world we live in right now. Right. Um. I know, uh, and I'm and I'm saying this in like in like in the in the 
in, as a person who works medical field, who right. sees this uh, mental health, you know, it's it's a really big thing and it's really it's big, big in our industry. Yes. And yes. it's it's hard for a lot of people to find a silver lining and find the light in a lot of things that are going on right now. Uh, so if you can just like, you know, just talk to people, have people, you know, like reach out to people, like just try to stay positive with a lot of the bullshit that's going on in the world. Because it's it's it sucks and it's, you know, it things will get better. It's not nothing. Nothing is ever permanent. So just, you know, just right. always stay positive. That's, that's it. That's it, man. That's great, man. I couldn't ask for any anything more, man. And that last part, the mental health is a real, real, real deal, guys. Like, take care of yourselves. And, and if you see a homie of yours that needs some help, is going for such shit, extend that hand, you know, extend the hand because you don't know what their day is going through. You don't know what's going through their heads. And, and yeah, man, just it's- show them love, you know, show them love. Let them know it's like, hey, man, I got you. I'm right here. I'm right here. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a it's a tough thing for a lot of people to talk about. Yeah, and you know, being whether you're a man or a woman, and or whatever you identify as, it's like there's always a stigma behind a lot of that stuff. And just know that that stigma is not true. That is, you're allowed. Right. You're allowed to feel a certain way. You're Facts. allowed to to you know to express yourself however you seem fit. Uh, and just know that you're never alone, right? Absolutely. Leaving this on a on a, on a positive note. <laughs> Leave this on a positive note. I love it, man. I love it. Thank you very much, bro, for coming over to the show, man. Of course, of course. Anytime, anytime, man. I love love this stuff. Absolutely, man. You're a friend of the show, man. So any given time, man, we can come back and kick it again, man, and talk some other gnarly shit, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Uh, before we leave. Plug yourself out. Let the people know where they can follow you and what they can expect from you in the future. All right. Uh, so all of my all of my socials, uh, they're all going to be uh, at Guy Lafoe. Mm. I got lucky and I was able to claim all of those. So <laughs> anything any, anything at Guy Lafoe, you'll find me on all the social media. Uh, if you're in Seattle, I don't know when it's going to get released. Uh, but if you're in the Seattle area, September 3rd, um, I'm doing a back three back with the with the boys. And we're going to be tearing shit up. It's going to be uh, one of the funnest sets I've done so far. The planning for this, the visuals, the everything we have for it right now, it's pretty, pretty exciting. Um, so if you're in Seattle on September 3rd, you know, come say what's up and let's get fucked up and let's rage. Anything in the future, like any uh, late September, uh, October? Definitely. Uh, I got I got some releases coming out um, on a on a on a on a label. Uh, I can't say what and when. Um, just be on the lookout. It's gonna be it's gonna be kind of a big step forward for Seattle. Nice. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting time for a lot of people that are a lot of artists that are in this area. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. Uh, new releases. Um, New like a lot of new music, new shows coming up too that we're already planning for. So excited for that. So see guys, there are artists in Seattle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we exist, I promise. They they says guys, there it says there's more than one. It's okay, guys. <laughs> they're not the they it's not just Odessa, okay, guys. There's other people. Yeah, I promise you there's more of us. It's it's, it's a myth. 
promise. Submit. <laughs> well, dude, thank you very much for coming to the show, man. You're a friend of the show. Let me know when you want to kick it again. For we sure, can man. do this sure. again. Um, thank you guys for listening. And remember, it's our every every week it's a brand new episode or a brand new topic. So always remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Low Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And as goes the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the Lone Wolf Podcast. That's Lone, the Lone Wolf Podcast with a V, guys. Remember that. And always, always know that you can comment down below and let me hear your thoughts, share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me to cover or one guy to cover it, please let us know in the comments down below. And we'll do our best to cover on the next episode. So thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Peace.